get mantra and meditation mp3s at jasongalant.ca. Here I am again, making another video in the forest up on the logging road. And with this fog around me, it almost seems like I should be saying, I'm back. <laughs> so one thing I want to talk about today is belief and experience. Because many people anchor their identities into belief. And we can agree that experiencing something is definitely more powerful than believing in something that may or may not be true. Try believing in sex, for instance. <laughs> Having it or experiencing it is a much different experience. You, you have a different idea of what that is after. It's true for anything you experience. You can believe in something, but that does not necessarily mean that you've experienced it. So as much as I honor many people's beliefs, sometimes we can have a belief which is a theory about how things work, and if that belief is assisting you with freeing you from suffering in that moment, if it's somehow a positive force against the overwhelming negative force you have going on, then I applaud you for it. By all means, have that belief in that period of time. But if it is a belief and not an experience at some point, in order for you to reach a deeper state of fulfillment, you will have to drop the structure of the mind that you know is belief. I believe, I think, this is true, and I think that, therefore I am, right? This is all in the mind. Belief is in the mind. Knowing is in the heart. Knowing is, you have experienced it, you are that. And of course, we can go deeper into that too. <laughs> of refining what you experience, but for now, let's just say an experience is what you're after if you're on the enlightenment journey. You're saying it's okay, maybe there's God, maybe there's not. What is all this? What is the truth, right? You're seeking the truth. What is the truth? The best way to know the truth is to experience it rather than read some stuff or watch some guy in the woods talk about what you should think. So I'm not against anybody who has beliefs. Of course not. Beliefs are fine. They are a stepping stone. For instance, you have to believe that thinking is a positive thing in order for you to start thinking. It's a bit of an irony there, but you get my point. You, you have to also believe before embarking on a spiritual practice that there could be possibly some benefit to it. But belief could be where it starts, but it's not where it ends.
you'll notice that so often when you believe something, it prevents you from experiencing the very something that you believe in. You see, with parents, they believe a lot of things about their children, but their children are totally different, right under their noses. <laughs> Lots of stuff's going on with Johnny, right? <laughs> the dad doesn't have a clue, but he has a belief about Johnny. He thinks he knows Johnny, but it's in his mind. He's not really looking at what Johnny's doing. <laughs> so it's like life, right? You are embarking upon the experience journey, saying, what is the science of experience? How do I deepen my experience? How do I deepen the experience of who I truly am instead of what I've been taught through conditioning, thinking, trauma, pain, right? What am I truly? How do I experience existence itself? And so often, in order to fall through that doorway, you have to drop your ideas because your ideas are keeping you locked into perceiving through the mind instead of through the infinite you, the self, as they say in the satsang circles. The mind is very noisy. Right? There's opinions, ideas, past, future, all this stuff going on in there. And when you're looking at anything through the mind, you're looking through a veil. You're looking through almost like a, a film slide. So it prevents you from seeing, truly. If thinking was the way to enlightenment, all the sages would say, when you meditate, just think lots of stuff. But no, they say meditate, be with, be here, surrender to, which is basically a word for non-action. There's no doing, it's you give up all of your ego, and the ego is the place of doing. Just for a moment, and allow the experiences to show themselves to you. It's like that person that speaks all the time but never listens. That's what the mind does. It, it's constantly speaking but not listening. Who you are is in a perpetual state of receptivity. So this must be in balance, otherwise the mind will destroy all of your fulfillment. There will be some excitement from time to time, yes, but not this deep, unconditional fulfillment that emerges when you just receive. So there will be various stages in your spiritual journey where you will have experiences. Many of the experiences you won't understand, but you may have a hypothesis or theory about what those experiences are. 
what they mean. But allow these theories to be malleable, flexible, in case new information comes to light. This ensures that your identity is allowed to evolve into something greater. You're not saying, okay, this is it, I know everything, and I'm, this is my new ego, right? The spiritual ego can be the trickiest one. <laughs> so beliefs are okay, but just don't identify with them if you don't want to be crucified by them. Because <laughs> beliefs have a habit of doing that, right? They keep you locked in a realm of perception through the mind instead of experiencing your deepest self. And then funny enough, some of the things you believe turn out to be true. I will also say some of the beliefs you have and I'm going to use that word belief because English is such a limited language. Some people say they believe something, but what they're really trying to say is they deeply know something. There's a knowing in them. And most often, if there is a deep knowing in you that may not make sense, but it lights up your soul, there's a good chance that it is the truth. So yeah, I hope this helps you discard superficial beliefs and fall into your knowing. And this will serve as a shield towards you and suffering. So I hope this helps you on your spiritual journey. Take care for now. Are you interested in working with a spiritual teacher in a formal setting? Well, perhaps the Wisdom Life School is for you. If you're interested in checking out what the Wisdom Life School is all about, just go to aratima.com.